0: Welcome to Brotherly Hoops, an NBA podcast where brothers sit down to talk about NBA news, give some predictions, play NBA 2K, and much more. Sit back and enjoy today's show.
1: Happy Sunday, bro. How you doing today? Happy Sunday, man. Great, great. I'm um, excited for the season to start. We start this week. I've been waiting for this preseason. has been going good. Watching NBA Summer League has been great, too, so I'm, I'm excited. The preseason has been going good your team didn't win a game Doesn't matter. this is preseason we worried about the regular season and playoffs doesn't no, matter about preseason preseason don't count okay we'll
0: see um so this is our first episode you know of the brotherly Who's podcast i want to give our audience a chance to get to know us so i'm going to ask you a few questions and i don't want you to think about them i just want you to give your honest first
1: answers that come to your mind you cool yeah, I'm in the doctor's office right now. What's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's start off. Um, tell me your favorite, not tell me, but tell our audience, your favorite player and favorite team.
1: Uh, favorite player is Kamala Anthony, and favorite team is uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Been a Melo fan for years. Um, I will never forget, like, growing up, I would be playing NBA Level 5, and then Mellow's on the cover, followed him ever since still have the game to this day because that's the only cover I've seen him on, um, look back into some Syracuse days. My little, he, you know, he got busy back in the day. His Nuggets days was um, his, I would say his glory days because I liked it because he was more athletic. Um, uh, he got to the Knicks. He was more like a jump shooter, which is still cool and everything, but I like the aspect where he was able to do both on the Nuggets. And that's his career where So, on, you know, he, um, his skills are still there, but he digressed a little bit where he's just like, that's fine. I'm shooting now post up. So it was, everything's still cool. Um, Lakers fan ever since when they did the Lonzo Bowl and Carl Kuzma got drafted over there. Um had kinda was a fan before because like when I was my dad always loved the Lakers. So I kinda like liked them as well. I was just with him. Um then, you know, <clears throat> when in the ring when LeBron came over that first year, it was like, you know, championship a bust. But you know, and people got hurt so we couldn't really make the playoffs. That second year won the championship during the pandemic. Um, And then we're looking forward to another chip, hopefully this upcoming year, honestly.
0: Nice. So you should be real excited, the fact that Nothal's playing for your favorite team right now.
1: Definitely. I'm getting my jersey shipped as soon as possible. Next paycheck, that jersey going to be ordered. (laughs) Okay, good, good. Um, I want to pose the same question to you. Favorite player, favorite team?
0: Well, you know, so far, I think you mentioned the Lakers winning the chip about three times, and I don't think that's going to happen because – the Brooklyn Nets, my favorite team, um, are going to beat them in the finals. Well, we'll I'll save that for our prediction section. But I, you know, I'll think I'll have a prediction that's going to drive you crazy. Um, but yes, I am a Brooklyn Nets fan, um, formerly the New Jersey Nets. I enjoyed the Nets, and I even went to a few games when they were in New Jersey, back in the like Jason Kidd, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson days is when I started to like really eat, sleep, and breathe basketball. Um, My favorite player is actually Tracy McGrady. Um, I enjoyed watching him, and I just felt like all his games were exciting to watch. You know, he did, you know, started out in Toronto with the Raptors, with his cousin Vince, and then he um, went to play for his hometown Magic. You know, I'm still, you know, hurt as a fan that he didn't get a chance to, like, with a healthy Grant Hill in his time in Orlando but it's something about how he played the game like him and Kobe were the top two shooting guards and I for one feel like if he didn't have those injury troubles that conversation would be more of a debate of who um is better but yeah those are my answers um and I think you know talking about memory and as we go down memory lane I want to ask you like favorite basketball memory right my favorite memory I have many favorite memories or like highlights. But I think, you know, talking about Tracy McGrady, when he threw it off the backboard during like the All-Star Game and started to do that during a regulation game, that was like one of the first times I seen something from streetball make it onto the NBA. And I would say, you know, my close second highlight or like memory would be, um, you know, Vince Carter, Dunking on Alonzo Morning. Um, when uh, morning was with the heat. Um, Carter, like, oh man, I'm gonna have to like, I definitely have to post a clip of this dunk on our Instagram so that the fans can see what I'm talking about. Like Carter just took like a step baseline past his defender. He um was rising and Alonzo Morning jumped to block it, but for some reason or another, Vince Carter kept on going up once Alonzo Morning stopped and like really dunked it on him. I think one of the best in-game dunks that I've seen. Um, what would you say are some of your favorite basketball memories?
1: Um, Favorite basketball memories, definitely watching Kobe's last game, that 60 point performance from that age of Kobe, RFA. Um, 60 point performance was amazing. Like, I didn't think – I w- I knew he was going to go out with a bang, and I'm like, he's going to – I was like 50. He's going to drop 50. I told you that when we was watching the games together. I was like, he's going to drop 50. And he went up to put a 60. I was like, damn. It's like, it's the only, only way Kobe could go out, you know? And um, also watching him and Melo, like, back in the Western Conference Finals, like, that was beauty. Like, that was, like, real raw basketball. Like, just two top dogs to going at it. And if, like, then no one wanted to give any, like, small break or, like, no. No chance. There's no room for error in that situation for them too. And uh, like on last one is um, and we talked about about this all the time when I watched the Tracy McGrady and Kobe interview, seeing that highly when Tracy caught Kobe with the move with that like was like a cross a little bit, and Kobe like tripped and fell. I was like, oh shit. Then Kobe came back down on the other side of the court, banged it on the whole team and slapped the back when it got attacked. I was like, no, just love seeing two top dogs going at it. So like that's like I do say those three are like my top memories. Of basketball
0: yeah man, those are definitely some um, some good highlights <clears throat> those are definitely some good highlights um let's see um so you know this is a we're doing this podcast um because we both love basketball and I think we talk so much trash and and um when we're together and spend time together so this is why we took the opportunity to kind of see if you know, we had a market, right? Or see if we can have an audience for people to like take part in these conversations. So this is how we came up with the concept for this um, this podcast. Um, it's called Brotherly Hoops because obviously we are brothers. We love basketball. Um, I think the name is self explanatory. Um, um, and um, in regards to the format of the podcast, I think we'll we're, this is episode one, and we're going to try and find our groove. Um, And we're going to find that groove in the public forum. So, you know, while you're listening, please give your feedback. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brotherly Hoops. We're open to changes. And I think once we do find our groove, you know, this is a podcast that we'll be able to listen to on your commute. You know, We're, um, we're aiming for, you know, short snippets of, you know, intense basketball discussion. For today's episode, we'll talk about uh, fantasy basketball because the season's about to start. We'll also give um, some predictions on our season awards um, and um, who we think think will win the finals um, and hoist the Lombardi Trophy come June. So, you know, we'll figure that out as we go, you know, find our footing. And we hope that you join us along that journey. You know, this is our preseason, right? Episode one. This is our preseason game. And then we'll take it off from there. Um,
1: Larry O'Brien trophy.
0: But, yes. It's a building body, right?
1: It's it Sunday. I'm thinking football. Yeah, you got football in your Himalaya, which I'm excited to see too, but this is definitely basketball. Bill O'Brien.
0: Man. Oh, man. Before we talk about fantasy basketball, man, I suck at fantasy football, yo. I love, I'm in like four leagues, and I lost all four games. I think – I am a combined, like, I think I only have, like, three wins in all four leagues, and we're in, what, week six of the, this week of six. the season? Yeah. I, I really hope I do better in um, basketball than I do. Um, than you are in football? That I am
1: doing in football, I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, surprisingly, I'm, like, undefeated in two leagues, which I'm still, like, shocked about when I read right after my draft report, it told me I placed 12th, I place last place in every single league. Granted, it's still early, but also a hot start. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. I, I hope you. I hope you keep that up. Um, talking. Okay, talking about fantasy. Um, basketball. I want to ask, who, if you had the first overall pick, who would you um take with that pick?
1: You know, like when we started talking about like we're going to talk about fantasy basketball on the podcast, I was, like, that burning question has been sitting on my on my soul, and I've been thinking about that uh, continuously, knowing that I have a draft coming up, and I. Surprisingly, I mean, I don't have a first-round pick. I mean, I don't have a first pick, but I think I'll go, honestly, Giannis or Luca. But I think I would say Giannis locked in. Giannis locked in.
0: Giannis definitely has been kind of scary, you know, seeing his preseason, like, jump shot, right? I hope I – if he can keep that up consistently, he's definitely going to be the league MVP and will be unstoppable. It would be just unfair, like kind of like a cheat hole, like a creative player in 2K. If, if, if
1: Giannis can literally keep that jump shot like. And I was telling you earlier in the week, like when I saw the the first clip of him shooting, it looked a little unnatural. Like it looked like it wasn't comfortable shooting. Mm-hmm. But as the week progressed, I saw him shooting more and more. I'm like, that looks natural to him. Like it looks like he really was working on that this summer. So, um, like you said, if he takes that into the in the, in the season, it'll be one hard brother to stop. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, you're a
0: Lakers fan so you know Lakers star LeBron James right he's the he's definitely the captain of that ship So you think he has fantasy value do you think that he should be like a top
1: five pick um, definitely because like, like you said he's captain he's the general of that team so he's going to find like and LeBron has been doing this for num- numerous years now it's not like when back on when he was in Miami he was like it's straight kill mode like he has to go put out all these numbers as years went on, LeBron learned more of like, okay, I can turn on this kill mode, but also my team can benefit from me not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I do think he's like a top five because he makes the players around him better. So he could like pull on some assist.
0: Um, I, I, I disagree with that. I agree with your first take that Giannis would be the number one pick. Part of me wants to say James Harden would be a close second for me. Like, if I had the number one pick, I'd probably take James Harden, especially since um, Kyrie's not going to be playing. Um, As of now, as we sit now at the time of this recording, it seems that Kyrie uh, will not be playing for a majority of the season. So I would say, like, James Harden would definitely be above Luca for me, Um, even though he's, like, a one – he has a superstar playing with him in KD. But – You know, I think that the game just comes so easily to him if he's healthy. And I've been watching clips. I've been seeing the previous season basketball. He's definitely in shape and ready to go. Um, I think LeBron does have fantasy value, but I don't think he's a top five player anymore. Oh, a top five pick, I would say. Um, There's too many stars on that team him to dominate he could possibly still do the the 25 and 5 but I think that when it comes from a fantasy standpoint you're looking for somebody that will give you more um numbers in different areas so I'm not going to take him with the top five pick I'll probably take him in the later rounds like maybe if he's available depending on the size of the league maybe like around six or something like that where you just need um you know someone that could uh Give you consistent stats, right? Which was like, you, you understand you need, you need free throws, three point shootings, all this, all these things go into uh, a player's fantasy value.
1: I hate what you're saying, but you're not fine on LeBron in round six. I'll tell you that from now. You're not fine on LeBron round six.
0: Okay. So, so I would say LeBron's probably like a 20th pick when it comes to fantasy, right? 20, pick 20. Pick 20. And that's not saying that he's not that's good. He's I'm on. just saying that there's a lot more. People that would like give you points rebounds on a more consistent basis and you could build out a better team hey. I don't know uh, that may be a hot take I don't you know some people might say I don't know what I'm talking about but I I, was, uh, I can't tell you the last time I drafted LeBron in the fantasy league
1: was the opportunity presented to you
0: with the opportunity presented to me I, I would have picked someone else like if he's available depending about who else is available. I'll pick someone else. Like, instead of LeBron, I'm picking AD. Instead of LeBron, I'm picking James. I'm picking – who else is there? I'm picking – I'll take a Bradley Beal before I take LeBron in a fantasy league. Not to say they hump. I respect it. Yeah, like, it it all depends on what you're looking for, and I think that while he's a solid player, there's other – you know, stats sheet stuffers on bad teams that will give you better
1: fantasy value.
0: Um, two, two, um speaking about fantasy value, Ben Simmons showed up to camp. Um, I don't know if that's uh I don't know if that's if I want to draft Ben Simmons, would you I think I would stay away from Ben Simmons because I don't know where he's gonna play. Oh, man, speaking about staying away from players, I was, uh, I forgot I had a league draft last night and I auto-picked Kyrie Irving. I'm so upset. And it just has a O next to his name because he's out indefinitely. I auto-picked Kyrie Irving. I don't even know who else was available around there. I'm, like, afraid to look. But um, I think, like, Ben Simmons, depend, if you can, I'll try, like, as long, late as possible to draft Ben Simmons and hold on to him but not knowing his situation or what team he's going to play for. Uh, I would say I wouldn't want to risk, you know, depending on who's available, I wouldn't want to risk
1: taking Benson as too high in a fantasy draft. Um, I totally agree because we don't know what's going to pan out in that situation in um, Philly. It's like he obviously wants to play basketball, but it doesn't look like he wants to play in Philly anymore, as we would have been told. Um so it's probably best not to draft him early. And then you auto picking Kyrie Irving is a, is sad. Honestly, that's like that's hurtful. I know that shit hurts in your heart because we don't. As of, like we said, as of today, as we're recording this podcast, we don't know when that man's coming back. Exactly. Yeah,
0: but you know that's that's my fault. I shouldn't have been. Uh, I should pay attention and know my my uh, my fantasy schedule all right and you know as you mentioned the NBA season tips off later this week um so let's get into the predictions right let's let's get into talking about some predictions and this time around it's on wax we're recording this we're blasting it out to the people so everybody will know you know what you say and then we have a point of reference to go back to so when I say you're wrong and I can prove you're wrong you know you can't uh, backtrack.
1: Listen, man, I'll take my moses. Take my Ws. I stand on what I say.
0: <laughs> um, so do you want to start with the individual awards or predict um, uh, finals matchups or um, start with the um, who you think are going to be uh, the top seed in each conference and then a
1: surprise team in each conference? To make the playoffs, um, we could do the let's do the top seeds in the surprise one. That'll be an interesting topic to talk about. Okay. Um, top seed, honestly, outside in the out in the West, um, I definitely want. I want to say Lakers, but I, I want to say Lakers. But I, my like my dark horse team would be Utah, again. Because they played very, they played very well last year. Um, it's just that <clears throat> they played no, they played very well last year. They was on the top seed. I'm thinking about, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the pandemic year when they didn't make the playoffs. My bad. Um, but they played very well last year, and they was very close in that pandemic year to make the playoffs. Solid team. You have Donovan Mitchell who's been balling out there. Mike Conley coming in, helping him with the point guard role because it makes him more of a scorer. So he doesn't has, hasn't no worry about facilitating. <clears throat> Rudy Gobert has been the best player of year for a couple of years. Um I think they got a they got a strong, they got a strong fight out of their team. And then I which I'm gonna announce my one of my individual awards. I think sixth man of the year is gonna be Jordan Clarkson. I've been loving his his game, played ever since he was with um the Lakers. Watched him go to Cleveland. And then I only watch him go up to Utah. I'm like, I like him a lot. And I think he will be my sixth man player. I think he's going to be the sixth man the year That's what I'm going to say. You think he's
0: going to win it again? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Good. Um, Out West, I would say top seed. I think the, um, I think Utah is a lock for the top. Not a lock, but I think Utah is going to be one of the top seeds again. Because I think that. They're coming back healthy. And I think there's a lot to say with teams that feel like they don't get respect from the media and the respect from fans, right? So like when you're playing a video game, no one's going to say, hey, I'm playing with Utah, right? <laughs> Everybody wants to play with a lot of the bigger market teams. Um, but I think the Lakers have a shot, you know, show that I'm in by unbi- unbiased, right? Like, Lakers have a shot at the top seed. But um, I would be surprised if it's not going to be uh, the the Jazz or the Nuggets this year. As for like the number one seed in the West, as for like my surprise, I think uh, for some reason I want to say Minnesota. I think Minnesota makes the playoffs this year, and they make the playoff as like a sixth seed, meaning that they will avoid the playing game. Um, I think that cat and that team has been through a lot, and I think that there's like some motivation there to have like a good season. Um, and another quick Western Conference hot take is I think Ja Morant's going to be an all-star. I don't know who he's going to replace, and I'll probably address that on a later podcast, but I definitely think that Ja is going to be an NBA all-star this year.
1: I agree with that hot take. He's been, he's been, like, I would say bugging out in Memphis, and he's been like, he's going, he's been doing his thing, so I agree with your hot take on that. Mm.
0: Uh, moving to the Western Conference, you know, East. I'm going to say the Nets are going to be the number one team. What else? The East. I'm sorry, Dan, moving on to the East. You're right. Ah, moving on to the East, the Nets are going to be the number one team. Um, I would say honorable mention to the Miami Heat. I think that if they're healthy, um, they can possibly battle for that second three spot. Um, And then I have the Bucks. So I would say Nets, Heat, and Bucks are the top three teams in the. Eastern Conference conferences upcoming season. Um, for my hot take, I don't know if it's a hot take, but like the Bulls, right? I think the Bulls have what it takes to make this, the playoffs. Um but also I think the yeah, I don't know. That's a little thing. As for like a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. I would say,
1: you know, the Bulls. What, what are your thoughts on the East this year? Um, East, I'm definitely saying I think it would be Milwaukee. Milwaukee Nets. And I, I want to say Philly if they figure out the situation, honestly. If Philly could figure out what the situation out there, I, I want to say Philly. Um, my hot take, I mean, as I've been saying this – to you for weeks is the bulls i've um seeing that you know the rosen the rosen over there you have monzo you got caruso levine which is, like they are a very solid team all they need to add is one more uh, center i think they need to be like a a, a designated center to play out there and to help out Fuya Chichen, I think they will be they're gonna be a solid team to make a run for it. So I honestly believe that.
0: To make a run? I don't I don't know about a run, but I definitely think that they will be playing into the
1: summertime. They don't play in the they play, they want to be playing in the playoffs this year.
0: Uh individual awards. Uh we'll talk about uh MVP picks, um most improved player six men of the year and a defensive player of the year before talking about our uh, predictions for the NBA Finals. um, Do you want to start with your picks?
1: Yeah, so MVP, I'm going um, on Luka. Muka, um, Doncic. I believe this will be the year they give the, he blows up even more and definitely gets like that MVP praise. Um, rookie of the year, I'm going Jalen Green. Watching him over the summer, I, I like his game, I like his style, I like his gameplay. Um, out in the Houston, he's like, I feel like they're going to give him the keys soon because I think they want to get rid of John Wall if I'm not mistaken. Um, he definitely will get the keys. Like I said, six man of the year, I think Jordan Clarkson can win, is going to win it. Um, solid, solid player. Great off the bench, gives you that X-Factor spark that you need. Defensive player of the year, you're going to my take on this, but I'm definitely going AD. Um, I feel like he got robbed a couple years ago for, for a defense player earlier, so I'm going AD. Um, are we doing coach of the year?
0: Yes, we, we can't do coach of the year.
1: I'm gonna go, Qu- go Quint Snyder with the Jazz. Um, I think yeah, once they become if they play like the top, like get like a top seed and he like them boys make a run in the playoffs, I think he will get the t- um coach of the year. Most improved, I'm gonna go Lonzo Ball. Honestly, um, watching his preseason gameplay, he's improved the jump shot. Um, he has a lot of people around him he can dish off the ball to to get some uh, more assists. He can rebound with his length, he plays defense. I believe Wanza Bowl be the most improved player this year. Okay, good.
0: All right. Um, so we do not have any of the same. Uh, Predictions, which makes this a little exciting. I think that most improved player will be Kyle Kuzma. Um, I think he has an opportunity to um, show that the has made a mistake in giving up on him, right? He'll have some more playing time. The East is also the competition in the East is a little um, weaker than it is in the West, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, that's my most improved player. My MVP is going to be um James Harden. I, I think that it's between James Harden and Katie, and I want James Harden to be my official um my official uh pick. Because I was like, if you watch last year, they both played at MVP level. And I think that he's gonna he's gonna be behind the Nets being that top seed in the east. My rookie of the year is another, is Jalen, but it, Jaylen, I'm picking Jalen Suggs from Orlando. And this is simply because I think he is motivated by dropping in the draft. Orlando um, is in the Eastern Conference. Again, a narrative that I'm going to continue to, to state is that the East is a little weaker than the West, giving him an advantage there. Uh, my coach of the year, I want to go with the Bulls coach, Billy Donovan. And that's just because I think that Billy Donovan is the coach of the Bulls, correct?
1: Let's double check to make Uh, sure you're right on that. Yes,
0: okay. Yes, I'm going to go with Billy Donovan because I think that um, their improvement is going to be so big that they may get, you know, he's going to get some uh, consideration they even may get a GM of the year. I don't know who their front office people are, but they may also get um, executive of the year in that squad um, for that. Am I missing anything?
1: I like that pick. Um, mm-hmm. You missed the sixth man of the year, but before you give that lot, before you go off, I like that pick. I honestly wish I did say that because I did say I like that team a lot, but I'm going to stick with my coach of the year with, uh, and Quinn Snyder, but I like that pick coach of the year pick with the Bulls because I do like that team a lot out in the East.
0: Uh, Snyder won Coach of the Year recently. You still think he
1: can come on and win it again? Has the can has that teams doubled? Can a coach win back to back? Uh, I, I know he won the he probably he probably won the year before. I know Thibodeau won last year, so I think, yeah, yeah, he, I, think
0: I believe he won the year before. You're
1: right. Um, let's see, Coach uh, Six Man of the
0: Year. Uh, I'm gonna go out a limb on a limb and uh, say Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero in Miami, I think you know, we oftentimes see him being made fun of for um, having the bubble season and not being the same player last year. But again, I think Miami got hit with a few COVID cases and they struggled a lot. This year I think it's going to be different and I think that he will emerge as this year's um, sixth man of the year. Um think saying all these picks out loud, I realize that they're all in the Eastern Conference. So I don't think it's going to work out that way. I don't think there's ever been a year where one conference dominated all the awards. So
1: I'm going to be wrong on a few of these, but I'm going to Sad. stick. All my picks are out West. so.
0: Hmm?
1: All my picks are out West. So. <laughs> Besides Lonzo, Lonzo was most improved out East. So. I'm yeah, it's, it's funny how that works. It's funny how that works
0: out. Oh, OK, cool.
1: Um, is there anything else you want to discuss for this week's episode? I think we're at a good point uh standstill right now. Gotta let, let the fans want we have the fans want more. They gotta come back.
0: You're right. Um it's opening season. Um on Tuesday we have uh two games. Opening it's opening week. On Tuesday, we have two games, right?
1: So we have um <clears throat> we have uh we got the Nets, Bucks, and then we got Warriors, Lakers. Nets, Bucks, and Warriors, Lakers. Okay. That,
0: this could potentially be the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals. Um, what are your predictions
1: for these two games? Um, going Bucks winning. And I'm going to go Lakers winning as well. Okay. I
0: am going to go Nets winning because I think you're just a hater. And then I'm gonna go with the Lakers. I'm gonna show that I am not a hater, even though I don't think the Lakers are a good team, and I think that they'll struggle this season. I do think that they'll get off to a good start and um, finally win a game after going undefeated in. Uh, I'm sorry, after going winless in preseason. Um, that being said, um, this is a wrap on the first episode of Brotherly Hoops. Please follow us on. Twitter and Instagram at Brotherly Hoops for updates and predictions between episodes. Uh, do you have anything to say to our fans?
1: Just want to say thank you for listening. We'll see you guys episode two. Make sure to uh, follow Instagram, Twitter. Yes. What is it? Uh, like,
0: subscribe, and share. Yeah. We have to get better at this, but I think it will come with time. You know, thank you everyone. And uh, see you next week.